You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Western and Southern Financial Group. Put our financial strength behind you. It's easy to get started. Visit westernsouthern.com. Now batting, number one in our hearts. At least he'd like to think so. It's the Jim Day Podcast. All right, everyone. Welcome into the Jim Day Podcast once again. And uh, Reds country, I'm assuming after that homestand, you are... Feeling pretty good, and uh, there was a lot of good things that happened on it, and uh, one of them came from my guest today. Uh, what a rookie impression he made, and what a start to his major league career. Please welcome in Jonathan India. Jonathan, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good, Jim. Glad to be here, and I'm glad to get on this podcast. I heard a lot about it, and I've listened to you a couple of times, so I'm pretty excited. Really? Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, it's always good when other players are telling you, hey, you got to get on the podcast. So I've, we must be doing something right. So I, I appreciate exactly. the kind words. But not <laughs> as uh, much of a splash as you made. Ask you this on the air the other day, but I'll ask you it in this format. Hard to imagine getting off to a better start than you did in your major league career. I mean, it's just, it's not an easy game. And it's certainly no. not easy to be a rookie and make a debut on opening day which is so special in Cincinnati could you have ever imagined that it would go this well I mean it's hard to say it's hard to say I haven't imagined you know they're going this well but you know I'm a, I'm a confident man and you know in the game I play and you know I imagined me doing well I didn't think it was gonna go like like how I'm doing um hope I, I wish I had a couple homers in the home stand for the fans but uh those are coming um, but no, I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm always blessed to be in this position and I'm just grateful for that. Don't worry about the homers. They will come. Certainly when you play 81 games at great American ballpark, as long as you keep squaring it up, they are going to come and no you've doubt. got some other guys in that lineup. They're not going to rely on you to hit home runs. So that's that, like, yeah, that's like, that's what I'm saying. I'll just get on for them for now, you know, and then let them, yeah. let them hit the homers. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't, don't worry about the homers, man. Just keep, but, keep on doing what you're doing. Uh, exactly. Let me take you back uh, a few years. You got off to a slow start in your pro career, and I know mm-hmm. you had some injuries that you dealt with. You had a tough fall league, I want to say. Were there ever times you were like, oh, man, I hope this happens for me? Were there ever any doubts? Um, no. See, I, I ne- I've never doubted myself in anything. I've never felt negative of stuff like that just because, you know, learning at a young age that those games is very hard, you know, and, the feel the fear of failure is you know, it's gonna ruin you as a player. So I always you know, my dad always told me to always have positive thoughts and the good things will happen in the future for you. So just work hard, put your head down and don't worry about anything else. So, you know, I've always just worked hard and not worried about, you know, the failure part of the game. Take me back to when they told you that you made the team and I'm sure at that point you knew, listen, they're not going to put me on the team to put me on the bench. You knew you were going to be the starting second baseman for the Cincinnati Reds as a rookie. And that call to your family, what was it like? Yeah, that, it was it was something special for me, especially, you know, walking into uh, to David's office in spring training. It was, it was emotional, you know. It was, I, I, you know, I'm not a really a crier, but I, I cried <laughs> yeah, in the office with David and, 
it was a good feeling for him just saying, you know, you made our team and, you know, you're going to be our starting second baseman. Um, and it was just, it was just like words that I've always dreamed of, you know, coming from a coach. And so then I called my parents right before the spring training game and it was, it was amazing. You know, they were emotional. Um, but it was just, you know, it was, it's stuff that every kid dreams of, like I, like I said. So it was a beautiful thing for us and, you know, I'm going to make the most of it. Wow, when mom could get a ha- mom or dad could get a happy cry in, and you caused it. Yeah, I'm not sure there's anything better than that. No, it was it's emotional for sure, a very emotional uh, time. But it was it's a good emotional time, you know. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and by the way, I found out as I age, and and you'll find this out as you go through life that uh, one of the marks of a true man is a man not afraid to show emotion or cry. So crying is okay. That movie, you know, it's not true. There is crying in baseball. When you <laughs> there get, is, there is. When you get told that your your lifelong dream is being fulfilled and you're going to the show, hey man, let oh it flow. God. Let it out. You know? <laughs> I mean, you've worked your whole life for this. Of course, it's powerful. Showing emotion is powerful. Yeah. For the body. So I, I agree with you. Um, last year was a weird year for everyone. <laughs> we had the alternate site. Fans that don't know, it was here in Cincinnati where the you can call it a taxi squad or whatever, just a group of players that worked out at the alternate site, not, not knowing what would happen with COVID and how many players you're going to need. And the and teams use it as well as for developing players, uh, young mm-hmm. prospects like they did for you. And right. suddenly the light went off. I, I mean, I say that, that the light went off, not that, you know, it's not like you, you came out of nowhere. You're a fifth overall pick. But it's a testament to hard work because I heard nothing – at all, except man, he is working his tail off at Prasco Park and really seeing the results. Is that when it started happening for you last year? Yep, that's so. To be honest with you, Prasco Park is probably what turned my, you know, whole career around. You know, it, it saved me from, a, you know, from a lot of things. So it, it it gave me the opportunity to really, really like focus on myself and grind. You know, work on. Stuff in my game that I needed to work on that you really can't do in a normal season. So I, I took advantage of it, you know. And you know they say like, make the most of the opportunities. And I took the most out of that opportunity. You know, some guys, you know, it's a tough position for some of us because you know we want to be in the league, you know, I want to be up with the big leagues, but you know we're in a weird spot. Um, so, but for me, I just put my head down and you know and grinded, and then it saved me. You know, it's it, it, a lot of mental toughness and a lot of so a lot of things went into it for me that i that i learned as a player and a man so i, I will always remember prasco for you know <laughs> for my career yeah when you say uh, listen I, i'm a reporter by nature so i'm nosy by nature if you don't want to answer this it's fine but what i got you when you the things you learned as a man or or mentally as a person what what are you referring to so like just the 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 atmosphere at Prasco, you know, there was a group of guys that, you know, it was tough for us to be in that position. We wanted, you know, we were the guys that were in between, you know, are we getting called up here or are we getting called up here? So no one knew what their role was. So, you know, as a baseball player, that's tough mentally. You know, we, we go through struggles like that. Like what, 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 are the, what did the organization think of us? Why, you know, are we, is this a good spot to be in for us? Or is it just something that they're just putting us here just to get work? I mean, we don't know. So mentally, a lot of us, you know, we're going through the roller coaster at, you know, Prasco, you know, playing against each other every day. You know, it gets boring, but it 
it's a gr- it's tough. You know, you got you got to make the most of it. So for me, I learned not to let anything, you know, negative affect me mentally. You know, you know, not to just treat it as oh, another day at Prasco. What am I doing here? You know, I'm, I'm gonna make the most of it and work on my game. You know, prepare myself for next year because. You know, that was my that was my 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 mental state at that point. Just going through the daily grind and you know, really, really take, making the most out of it. Well, mentally is half the battle, if not more. Uh, oh, yeah. So you have the right perspective, and man, Prasco worked out for another guy like Tyler Stevenson as well. He was oh, yeah. a guest he, last he did the week. Same thing as me. Yeah, he grinded just like me. So it, it shows that that place really helped us. When you first signed out of Florida. He's a Gator, folks. Um, oh yeah, go Gators! <laughs> uh, what What did you find that was the toughest? The transition to pro ball. What were the things? Uh, because again, I, I know you were dealing with some nagging injuries, which can right. always affect someone, uh, particularly right. an offensive player. I think you had a wrist or something was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what were the toughest things that you you had to really adjust to and get better at? Um. To be honest, I think it was the lifestyle of, you know, going from a great program in college, you know, to winning a national championship there and then going to rookie ball in Greenville, Tennessee. Yeah. And then, you know, staying in a, in a, in a motel. And it was just, it was, uh, it was a tough experience for me, you know, going from, from something that was, you know, very, we're very high at the top to like rookie ball, which was not the nicest settings for, for us. But, right. Uh, you know, it was a minor league grind, like everyone talks about. It's, uh, you know, peanut butter and jellies after games, you know, not much food. <laughs> Trying to survive, you know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the bus trips and everything. So that was probably the hardest thing for me. But, you know, the game, the, the, other than that, baseball was the same for me. That the, the game itself was just playing, like, you know, playing the same game. Yeah. What was opening day like? Uh, you talking about the big leagues? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I mean that it was freezing. To be honest, it was free, it was the coldest. <laughs> That's one thing I, I, was, I played in. I almost asked you that first. I almost said, "Wow, you're you're a South Florida guy, and you went yeah, to no, college in Florida. You had to be freezing your butt off." I think I think people could definitely tell I was, I was freezing out there. So. <laughs> It was it was a cold one. Well, that's an adjustment um, you have to make as well to play in the North. I mean, you're a you know you're a Florida guy. It's I live right. down there, so I my my blood got thin very quickly, and I came back, right. and it was culture shock. Even though I grew up here, yeah, it was, but uh, it was a great feeling though to be out there and then, you know enjoy the atmosphere, really take it all in. Um, you know, I didn't really have nerves to be honest with you. I wasn't nervous, and I was waiting for them. To, I was waiting for them to come, to be honest, like waiting for all the nerves to kick in and really, you know feel it but nothing came and i was just felt like another game for me out there with the guys well you know what we, we talked about that on the air yeah that i've i've covered so many you know debuts and so many players and the ones that don't have the nerves seem to be the ones that last or the ones that are really elite players so i when i heard you say that i'm like uh oh this kid has a presence <laughs> about him so uh that's oh, yeah. good man that you the nerves never kicked in they never, yeah, they never came. So that was that was a good feeling for me to be comfortable out there and, you know, let my ability take over. Now, at least early on, could you notice? I mean, there's limited fans in the stands, but at least fans. 
because 2020 was very strange. Uh, Brasco right, was right, weird right. for you, but it was really weird for the guys that were playing in the league with no fans. Um, yeah. But did you notice that you were instantly a fan favorite? There were a little extra cheers for you. <laughs> I did. I did hear some cheers, you know. Um, it was pretty cool to hear the fans of Cincy. You know, they're great fans, first of all. So, you know, it's a great baseball city. And, uh, you know, I mean, the fans of Cincy have treated me well so far, so I'm very happy with uh, – the way it's going. Well, I've, uh, you know, I've said this to a lot of people, but uh, they're now the expectations are there and hopefully those nerves don't kick in because now they're going to expect you to be this. Good. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I, that makes it better. Though. That makes it fun for me to live up to the name. So they'll give me more of a, a drive to, to continue my success. Now, speaking of the name, by the way, you have a cool name. I mean, just on its own, Jonathan India. I mean, yeah, they were they were asking on on the air. They were talking about your walk up song, which was from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh huh. Kind of with the hair, kind of looked like Jack Sparrow. So they were yep, asking for nicknames, and then in the back of the booth, I just spit out Red Sparrow. I didn't even think about Red it. It's Sparrow. like, a, and I'm like, I don't know if I like that. But then it like <laughs> then they said it on the air, and then all of a sudden people on social media are picking up, and then all of a sudden there's know, T-shirts about around. it, and I'm like, all I did was just say a name. Just I didn't, say one, yeah. Yeah, right? I didn't mean for it to be like this. I promise. <laughs> and let's ask Jonathan first. He's got to approve of his. Name. Of course, of course. Yeah. So for me, I mean, if that's what the fans like, I mean, Red Sparrow is fine with me. You know, I'm not. I'm a very easygoing guy. You know, I'm not gonna pick my nickname you know i'm not gonna yeah. say no call me this comment but you know red sparrow is pretty cool yeah I, I definitely like the jack sparrow uh you know look alike so it's pretty cool yeah but there's it. some negative things that go with red sparrow unfortunately i know, uh, I know. That's the thing. Yeah. there are but you know that's i'm gonna be honest with you i'm a guy that hasn't even seen the movies and oh, I'm no naming way. someone Red Sparrow. I've never seen the movies. Those movies are unbelievable. That's my favorite. Those are my favorite movies. I know. My my wife loves those movies. Those um, are the classics right there. Yeah. So is that why you had the walk-up music? Yeah. For, yeah. Because yeah, for Pirates of the Caribbean. Had people said you look like Jack Sparrow when you started yes, growing your yes, hair out? The team, so the team um, in spring training was telling me about, dude, you should put your walk-up as Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm like, oh my god, that'd be actually so funny. Yes, and that's one of my favorite movies. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Oh wow! And I like, I like the intro to it. So I, yeah. I, I like the song itself. It is a cool song. There's no doubt about yeah. that. And it's mm-hmm. a good walk up song. But oh, but yeah. now you're gonna have to keep the long hair. I mean, I oh trust me, that's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. The flow no, is not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. It's not going anywhere. That's that's my hair. I've I've done it. My whole life, I've had long hair. You know, I, I let it. I'll cut it for a year and grow it out for the next years. Yeah, because when you year, first signed, you were had short hair, right? Shorter. Yeah, yeah. It was because of Florida, uh, University of Florida. We had to have to. We had short hair. We had a clean cut. You know, yeah. no facial hair. Wow. Well, you know, back yeah. in the day, the Reds didn't have any facial hair. I mean, yeah, that was a yeah. You couldn't have any, so that would have been tough for you. All right, so that that answers <laughs> one of the questions. The 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 flow is going to stay. Now, it's have you ever thought about that you might need a chin strap on your helmet? Because... Oh, my God. That, I've been saying that since the first day of spring training. My helmet Are you serious? Off. Oh, I mean, the, the amount of times my helmet fell off in spring training, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean... they, 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 they've already tried to fix my helmet four or five times. They put padding inside. Really? They've done the whole, yeah, the whole thing. I'm like, guys, this doesn't work. You know, it's just going to fall off. I guess it's the way I run or something. 
<laughs> well, my head moves. I noticed what you had. You had triple, right? No, I'm saying I'm trying to think back. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you were you were trying to put that helmet back on like two or three times. So it's not affecting your running speed, though, is it? No, 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 no. I just I I, I, get, I think I'm getting in a bad habit of touching my helmet when I run now. So I think I'm just going to, you know, run and let it fall every time now. <laughs> just let it. You know what? You might as yeah, well just let, let it fall run. off and just hope that there's not an errant throw that hits uh, you there. Yeah, yeah. Um, just and just let head, it. You know, I mean, if yeah. you're going to have the flow, you're going to just let it all blow in the wind, man. I mean, that's, right. Exactly. That's, let it flow. that's part of what we hope is going to be a legend. So. Pete Rose had trouble keeping his helmet on. His helmet would come off all the time. He had oh, yeah. Really? Oh, that. yeah, all the time. So uh, awesome. no worries there. I don't know about you, but I like this Jonathan India dude right off the bat. And we'll have more with Jonathan right after this. You've experienced one of life's miracles, adding a baby to your family. Now you may need life insurance to help make sure everyone's protected, especially that bundle of joy. And if you already have kids, now's a great time to make sure you have enough coverage. At Western and Southern Life, we translate what's complicated and help make life insurance simple. Talk to one of our financial translators. It's easy. Visit us at westernsouthern.com life. Compensated endorser, Western and Southern Life Insurance Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, who do you hang with on the team? I know it's been very early, but uh, you came off of spring training. Who, who maybe do you hang with or do you look up to on the team? Um, I mean, all the guys, you know, are very awesome on the team. So most of them, to be honest with you. So, I mean, there's, you know, Moose helps me out a lot for sure. I'm always with him. Um, Sonny Gray, <laughs> he's right here, actually. <laughs> Hold on, Sonny Gray's right there? Yeah, Sonny and Wade. Wade's right here, too. Oh, my goodness. So are they making fun of you answering these questions? What did you say? They making fun of you answering these questions? Oh, no, who's that? That's Jim. Oh, Jim. Jim, we out here walking around barefoot with our shirts off, right? <laughs> who's that, Sonny? Yeah, it was Sonny. You're walking around barefoot with your shirts off. Enjoying the Arizona sun. Yeah. <laughs> nice to yeah. go. <laughs> we think Clay said his fan has got a shirt on. We're thinking about climbing this tree back here. <laughs> Please don't climb the tree. Please don't climb the tree. We need you back, Sonny. Yeah, no, he's he's dead. <laughs> you know what? That that's the one of the essence of this podcast that we try to make it as real as possible. And you're you're exactly. hanging with Sonny and Wade, and and it's all good. Um, so. Yeah, but you know, all the guys are awesome. So wow, it's been it's been very it's been very welcoming of me, and um, you know, I just you know love being on this team. So. Yeah, it's it's been very fun. When I ask the young players who they look up to or maybe get advice from, it is universal. It's always Moose and Sonny, one two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's that's all of them. I mean, Castellanos definitely helps me a lot, and I've known Casty, you know, for a while. We hit we hit together in the off season, yeah. stuff, So, um, As, when you hit with him so in it, the off season, is he intimidating? Then, nah, he's an awesome dude. Everyone thinks he's so he's an intimidating guy. I mean. He, that's how he appears to be on the field. Well, that's great. We love yeah, that. No, no. Keep that's, that. That's his energy. You know, that's yeah. what I need. I, that's how I am on the field. That energy. You know, I feed off that. Yeah. But off the field, he's a great person. You know, helpful. You know, always there to talk to you mm -hmm. and be be there for people. So it's he's it's amazing. And man, can he hit? There's a lot to learn yeah. about that guy. <laughs> can he? he I, trust me, I've known he can hit for a while. 
So this ain't no surprise to me. Yeah, that's uh, you know that's terrific. I get the same answers. Or people on the yeah. outside think, wow, he's probably he's probably a hard guy to be around. He looks so no. intense on the field. But uh, when you're playing against him, yeah, for yeah. sure, you don't want to play against him. Yeah, but when you're with him, is the best. Now, when you guys are hanging, what, what are you a video game guy? Are you uh, what do you do in your spare? Yeah, time? I mean. I, I play video games for sure. Like I, I play Warzone, you know, like Call of Duty Warzone game. But you know, here and there I'll play it. Um, I like the golf, we actually golfed on our off day yesterday. But I definitely just like to enjoy like outside and the nature part of like you know, just being outside. Honestly, that's yeah. that's what I do in my spare time and just walk around and you know <laughs> just relax. So what's the musical taste? We try to get to know people on this podcast too, and not uh, all musical baseball. taste. I'm I'm a I'm an open book. I mean, music musically, I'll, I'll listen a lot. You know, I have different vibes like here and there. I'll go. Some days I like hip hop. Um, some days I'm into like like house music, like deep house, and you never heard of like electro, like EDM music. Electronic, but yeah, yeah, just like just like feeling good music, basically. Um, and sometimes I listen to country. Like I, I listen to all genres. To be honest with you. Yeah, um, I'm a I'm I'm that way as well. They, they say uh, it's not different genres to me. It's either good music or bad music. Or, yeah, and you're right. the only okay, one yeah. that can answer that. You're the your right. ears are the only one listening to it. So what might sound good to you might not be good music to someone else. Of but, course, of course, yeah. But I'm of course, I know that the yeah. house music uh, or that oh, type yeah. of music because when we go to South Florida to play the Marlins. The hotel that's my, we, that's my city. <laughs> yes, the hotel we stay at, literally twenty four seven, and every room you go in is. That's everywhere you go. So I after bet, like three fine. or four days of that, you're like, "All right, play me some classical music or something." I have heard for four days. That is that is that is it. But that is the essence of South Florida. No doubt. That's my hometown. Yeah. So are you, uh, you have a better half as far as, uh, uh what are you talking about? Oh, uh, a girl. I have a girlfriend. Yes. There you go. Is that really... Yeah, I do have a girlfriend. I do. I wasn't sure if it was girlfriend status or fiance status or even no. more. So I was walking gingerly there. <laughs> no, no, no. We are, we're just, we're dating right now. Um, we're dating for about a year and almost a year and a half. Oh, very nice. She from South yeah, so Florida as well. She is. So, the funny thing is, I've known her since I've been in kindergarten. We've had the same first really? and second grade class together. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then, you know, we never really talked. We always knew each other through high school, high school, but she went to a different school than me. Um, so like we never really were like, you know, we didn't hang out much. But then we got to college, and she was at in Gainesville when I was there. So it was it was pretty cool. We hung out all the time. We came really close. And then once I got out of Florida, you know, I think a year out, we saw each other somewhere and then we started talking again and, and there we go. We started dating. Wow. So it was a pretty cool story how I've known her for, you know, basically my whole life. That is wild. And yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. And we live a minute away from each other. We never knew it. You lived a minute away from each other? A minute. One minute. Yep. Like walking distance. <laughs> and we never knew it. Wow. What was that yeah. conversation like when you said, well, hey, where'd hey, you grow up? And then when you found yeah, out? Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. We were just like, 
oh my god, we we live a, a second away from each other. And then we start getting diving deeper. We're like, wait, we went to the same elementary school, and we're in the same class and everything. Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> cool story. Well, well, I feel like an, I can ask you this question because you were at Prasco last year. Um, yeah. What, what's the transition like from, I mean, South Florida is a different world than Cincinnati, Ohio. So. Oh, oh, my God. You, you're telling me it's <laughs> I mean, very it's drastic. You know, and it, it's, um, I, you could say South Florida is more like, it's just a lot, lot more is going on, you know? It's slightly more it's eclectic, just, a lot more going on. Oh yeah, it's it's very yeah. People care about their appearance a little more, and I say this because oh, yeah. I live in people Cincinnati. Def- people definitely love the way they look down there, you know. <laughs> and they definitely care how they dress and what kind of styles going on, and you know, the whole nine. But um, I love South Florida. You know, I think I'll never move. To be honest with you, I always have a house there. Yeah, um, just because of the beach and the water, and, and I grew up there, and that's and I, that's how I always lived. So. A lot of distractions as a man in his twenties. So it's uh, is it kind of can it be a good thing to play in Cincinnati, Ohio? Um, yeah, I mean Cincinnati, yeah, like I like you said, it's a quiet city. It's very, it's very small, but it's it's a great city to, to be in. You know, yeah, um, it's very calm and it's yeah, like you say, it's a good city to play in. It's not like a Miami or you know some New York like that, right? This transition to second base is not an easy one because uh, you played on the left side most of your career. I mean, but you played some shortstop third base. Yeah. Um, it's not an easy transition. How tough has it been? Because um, so, it hasn't shown you've been playing great. Right, right. Yeah, I feel great there. I mean, I feel like it's, i played there my whole life. But for me, the toughest thing was probably um, – the t- turning the double plays from my left side, like going to my left and spinning that way, making yeah. a throw. Cause I was always used to, you know, looking my left and throwing to my left from third and short. But this way you go to your left, you got to look right and spin, right? So it's, that was the only thing that was, it wasn't tough. It was just for some time to get used to, but uh, I think I got it down packed now. And um, I feel very comfortable there. You know, the angles to the baseballs I'm getting, I'm getting better at. Um, and that, that's basically it though. So I'm getting used to second and I'm loving it so far. Well, we knew you could hit at least in the, in college and you know, that's right. why, why you were drafted. Are you most proud of the work you've put in defensively to get to this oh, point? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, that's, I take pride in defense and that was instilled in me at Florida. You know, University of Florida, we were, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think we were probably top three every year in defense when I was there, uh, we had to like, we were, yeah, I think so. Top three in, in the defensive category. Um, so I, I took, we had a coach there. I mean, it's like 200 ground balls a day. If you were going to feel there just to really, you know, 200. Lock yeah. More some days. Wow. Yeah. It would, it would kill us, but then, you know, that, I think that helped me. Oh, absolutely. It, I think it helped, it helped me a lot. What, did you guys shift so, a lot in college? Or you no, just, we didn't you, do. That's didn't a do big shift. learning curve as well, is it? Yeah, yeah. the shifts definitely, definitely. It's kind of crazy playing a position that you never played in, but I'm getting used to that too. Well, that and having to go out into short right field. I <laughs> know, I know that 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 freaks me out a little bit, but it's 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 worth it's fine, you know. Yeah, you got to get used to that lip of the grass, man. That can get you. And it gets skips fast on the grass sometimes, so yeah, that's always scary thing. 
Do you have any goals as a player? Do you set personal goals? Of course, yeah, of course. Um, I think I've told someone this already, but I want to be the, the NL Rookie of the Year, and um, I'm making that. I'm going to make that a, a point to be this year. You know, I'm I'm, I'm striving for that. Um, and uh, basically, you know, after that, I want to I want to win a World Series with this team. You know, I think we could do it. But this team is so good. You know, defensively and offensively, it's just scary how good we and pitching. The pitching is unbelievable. And we haven't had all our guys yet. So yeah, once we get all our guys back, it's it's gonna be scary. And the in I could just feel the energy in the clubhouse that this is a this is gonna be a, a scary team down the stretch. Well, you can sense something special, and again, six games is oh, not a season make, but and we're recording this on Friday before you're about to play the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I don't believe in jinxes, yeah. but let's I'm gonna knock on wood here for of you. Course, just so yeah. <laughs> you know people will listen to this and if you have a bad series against Arizona, you shouldn't have asked him about that. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> people like the announcer jinx, they just they just lose their mind and, and yeah, they, go yeah, crazy. Of but uh no man, it, that I, I love guys that are will put it out there and say, Listen, I to be the I want to be the best, and National League Rookie of the Year would mean you're the best. I, no, I'm I'm shooting for that, and I'm, you know, I believe in it. You know, that's the thing. Some guys say they want to do it, but I actually believe in it. Well, I actually could see myself being the NL Rookie of the Year at the end of the year. So I'm going to make it happen, and I'm going to do my best to, you know, provide, you know, to keep providing for this team. And you know, we're going to go a long way with this team. Well, you are off to a tremendous start. Have you? Do you keep up with some of the records that you set on this first homestand as a rookie? I did not. No, I I try to stay off social media as much as I can. Well, but that's. What was it? I heard some of the things were pretty cool. Some about RBIs. There's a lot of them. I mean, we just kept putting oh, them right. up. You just kept you. We'd put one up, and then you'd eclipse it, and make another one. And you're in there. There's some big names of stuff that you've accomplished. So. Again, Very it's cool. one series, understand, but it was it was fun to watch, man. Especially this team has gotten off the slow starts the past few years. Yeah, um, of course. So it re-energizes the fan base, and you've uh, oh, yeah. become a fan base. I know you got to get on the bus to yep. Uh, yep. get to the field, so we're going to have to cut this one a little shorter than usual. But I had to take the window of getting you on because the fans love you already, and it's timely and. I hope you'll come back and discuss some more, of course, so that fans can get to know you and and uh, really appreciate it, man. You're uh, you seem like a, a solid young man. And by the way, if people want to call you Red Sparrow, that's fine. But your name itself, Jonathan India, is very Thank very you, cool. And we might just go with Indy. Indy, like a fine with either. That's good with me. <laughs> and if you continue but to hit you. 500, you'll be Indy 500. that's cool too but i can't imagine that you would hit 500 that would be incredible right that'd be cool yeah all right man uh i will talk to you on down the road and again thank you for your time uh reds fans really appreciate it no problem no problem jim thank you for having me on well how about that for a little taste of getting to know jonathan india If you're a regular listener to this podcast you know that we usually go a little longer with podcasts uh, in this form, if we can, if if the interviewee has time. And in this case, I, I had about a half an hour window and it was like, OK, do I want to take it or do I want to wait? Well, I took it because the story is hot. The kid is hot. And uh, man, if he just continues on this path now, is he going to be able to keep up the pace that he had on the first homestand? Of course not. 
that's not going to happen. But if he can continue uh, to get better, uh, man, the sky's the limit for this guy. You could hear the confidence. I love the fact that he wants to be National League Rookie of the Year and just puts it out there. Uh, some guys will have goals and they don't want to share it because if they don't eclipse it, then it looks like they failed, uh, which in this case, it, it wouldn't be failure because if he keeps along, he's at least going to be in the sentence of National League Rookie of the Year, if not win the doggone award. And more importantly, wants to win a World Series. Now, who doesn't? Everyone's going to say that. But you look at this nucleus, the young nucleus that the Reds have now uh, with India and, and Senzel and Winker and Tyler Stevenson behind the plate, Hunter Green waiting in the wings, Lodolo. Um, man, you've got T.J. Antone, you know, and other players that are in their prime like Sonny Gray, et cetera. Pretty good nucleus. And most of those guys that I just mentioned came up through the red system. It's been a long time since we've been able to say that that particularly position players, developing, drafting, developing position players. So we're starting to see the fruits of that, which is, which is fantastic. So it's going to be fun. going to be fun along the way. And again, um, we'll just go with Indy. How about that? Jonathan India. What a great name. The locks are going to stay. They're going to be a-flowing. And hopefully if they're a-flowing, that means he's running around the bases a lot. And we're for that. Check me out on social media if you'd like, at Jim Day TV on Twitter and Instagram. And we invite you to rate and review this podcast. And certainly, Reds fans out there are baseball fans in general. Spread the word. Tell them this podcast exists. And wherever you're listening, however you're listening, a very heartfelt thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time here on the Jim Day Podcast. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.